Pyros and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Boy, you have foolsy, bloatsy, sweetsy, brownsy, poop madness! <laughs> Expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers. This is the way. Hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so much Snyder coming now. <laughs> Zack Snyder is. <laughs> uh. God, we'll Use talk about toilets. We'll talk about all that fun stuff because this is two broke geeks, and I'm Matt. I'm Justin. Uh, as I open my water for everybody to hear, yeah, we are not so- sponsored by water. No, we're not. Um, yeah. So we've pretty much only got two things to talk about this week overall. Uh, I'm sure you've got a couple things that you did this week and whatnot i have we only have two things to talk about as peter says i have some gears that need to be (laughs) you would grind you know what really grinds my gears so i'm reading because the dc app does it but the marvel app does not Mm. and it bugs the crap out of me okay so i was on the marvel app because i've been reading uh sort of x Yep. Like that whole X-Men storyline that's been happening. Yeah, yeah. Overall, it's fine. It's not like super groundbreaking or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing extremely uh, big. Uh, like like su- super dramatic or world changing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, bec- this series, th- it doesn't have its own book. It's spread out in chapters among X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, X-Force... <gasps> If oh, Cable and on Marvel Unlimited, you can't just read the storyline, can right. you? Right. Ah, yeah. yeah, that's right. They have oh, it I set up so you that. can go. Yeah, so you can. It has it set up. It's like, here's all the things you need to read. And it's like, cool, perfect. But unfortunately, when you go to one book, like a Wolverine was, I think, the last one I did, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, here's the next Wolverine. I'm like, no, I don't want to read Wolverine. I want to mm-hmm. read the next Sword of X. Yep. It doesn't just go through the story. Yeah, I forgot all about that because, um, like, uh, the last quote unquote event comic that I read using Marvel Unlimited was I went back and reread. Uh, this was quite a while ago, but I reread um, not Infinity Gauntlet, not Infinity. The one in the middle. That one's just called Infinity, right? The one where yes, they introduced. Where they introduced the Black Order. The Black Order. Yeah, I yeah, read that's that just one. Infinity. But that's its own book, even though it's a quote-unquote event comic. So that one just went issue to issue. Yeah, because it doesn't spread. It does spread out among other comics. If you want, if to you want, do like, right? Yeah, if you want to read the sub stuff, and same with like the stuff that's happening now with like King in Black mm-hmm. uh, is all like it's a main story. But then it kind of and I'm and I made me realize I'm like what caused <clears throat> Marvel to think this was a good idea. <laughs> Because, like, they had a similar issue with um, Endless Winter, where it wasn't its own book. It was just a bunch of different DC books with mm-hmm. the a bookend of, like, Endless Winter 1 and 2. Yep. And, and man, like, we might as well talk about it now, because I saw you posted about it, uh, that DC is planning on even going higher up in terms of comic prices. Yeah, they're going up on uh, Batman and not all their books, but uh, several of their titles. And they don't even have that many titles anymore. They caught a bunch of their titles. They're going up to six bucks an issue. Yeah, no. Holy God. I knew it was going to happen someday that the price of comics would go up um, really hot. Because for a while, uh, 
course, I guess this was several years ago now. I lost track of time because uh, when I first saw that, all I could think of was they had the, that slogan for a while, drawing the line at three ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, but then I thought about it and I was like, holy shit, that was like six plus years ago. <laughs> That was maybe yeah. a decade ago. <laughs> Honestly, it's very rare that I'll pick up a comic book for six, seven dollars. It did happen this week, past week, because mm-hmm. I picked up my my very small stash uh, mm-hmm. of. I got the first issue of Nonstop Spider Man. Yep. And I hated it. Oh, that's unfortunate. It's it, it just. I, there's so much happening, and I know I'm kind of out of the loop of what's happening with Spider Man, mm-hmm. but I guess. He has like a whole new set of friends and there's like his friend apparently takes is taking a drug that is going to cause her to OD. That's actually like, kind of how I felt uh, the last time I tried to read uh, what title was it was one of the Spider-Man titles and I was like, wait. Who is this little person Peter's date? Uh, oh, was it the Superior Spider-Man? You know what? I think it was. I think it was Superior Spider-Man. I'm like, who are all these characters? Yeah, they like swapped. no idea. Yeah, it's like Peter stayed the same age, and then they just popped in a whole bunch of new characters. Because I'm like, who's he talking to? Who are these people? And then, like, the end, then there's, like, a sn- mm-hmm. bit of a snippet of, like, Here's some. Now that you finished the first issue, uh, here's like a sneak peek of a later issue that's drawn by somebody else of who the big bad is, and it's Baron Zemo for whatever reason. Hmm. And I'm just like, I kind of don't care. <laughs> but yeah. um, but I did buy a seven dollar book called Ultra Mega, mm-hmm. which is actually really cool. It's a little bit of a thicker book. Basically, it's like a giant kaiju kind of deal like people if it's if it's got more content then yeah paying more for it is yeah is fine but if they're gonna keep like the regular uh 32 32 page page comics for six bucks that's a lot yeah Uh, it's it's too much like this week i have three books that i know of coming i have the third issue of haha Mm-hmm. The second issue of Stray Dogs, and the Marvel Marvel's launch of Aliens. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm very in- interested to read that next time I actually go to work, so I can be ready uh, to because I want to talk about that depending how good it is because they've been pushing now the Predator book, which I think's next month. Oh, really? Or May, 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 I should say. I'm still, yeah, May. It's still March. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't... Um, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, um, I got in yesterday my 4K cut of Godzilla, uh, the 2014 Godzilla. Nice. Have yet to watch it. I was going to earlier, but my... T- I don't know if you have this problem with your TV, but the audio just stopped. Like, just randomly, all audio would not work. And I had to, like, do, like, well, a weird. hard reset. No, I, um... <clears throat> of course, I bought a cheap sound system at... Uh, I With the bar and two surround speakers, I bought at Walmart. Because I had the problem with, uh, with the built-in speakers that come in the TV. I couldn't yeah. fucking hear anything. I couldn't... Or the Well, I could hear... The explosions and the music and all but of... But as soon as someone talked. As soon as somebody talked, I could not hear them. And I did some research and I found out that it's because of the way movies are mixed versus the way the... the um, of course, I've had them now for a while, but it was driving me crazy. Like, I was doing that thing with the remote where I would turn the volume way up to be able to hear dialogue and then be blown out of my friggin' living room when a car yeah. chase came on. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have that that choice until I can finally move out of my parents' basement again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I am gonna... Yeah, I'll probably get a whole... But for some... No, like, all sound just didn't work. That's, it was so bizarre. That is pretty weird. I And I got really mad because I thought it was like, did they send me a dud 4K disc? <laughs> Other than that, I think that's, like, kind of all I've done in terms... I mean, yeah, I mean, that's all I've really done was read some comics, 
and like started setting up for Godzilla for later. <clears throat> um, did you, oh, so they released Mondo released that Godzilla versus Biollante statue. It's really nice. It's um, not too expensive for me. Oh yeah, it's way too expensive. It's also not. I mean, it's pretty big. It's what eighteen inches. 18 inches. Yeah, it's that's 350 for the regular and 375 <clears throat> if you want it with the atomic blast. Right. It's it's way too much, but for whatever reason I was imagining, I mean 18 inches is still fairly big, but for whatever reason I was imagining bigger. A little bit bigger. I was thinking yeah. maybe 24 inches or you know whatever. So Yeah, I was I was like looking. I was like, you know what? I can pass on that. I mean, yeah, I'm cavity, not paying. There's a three hundred and seventy-five bucks for a statue. Yeah, well, I will pay three hundred seventy-five bucks for the right statue. Mm. Um, but yeah, well, there's a crap ton of Godzilla stuff coming out later this month. Of course, there is. It's Godzilla month. Well, not only that, but like as we talked about before, like they fucking funk as much as I love Funko. And I know they weren't yeah. the first to do it. <clears throat> well, no, they're, they're they weren't the first ever to do it. But like, why did either of those toy company? What is it, Jacks? It was Jack. It was Jacks Pacific, right? That did yeah. it first, and then Funko did. Spoiled. I mean, everybody kind of thought that that was something that was going to be in the movie, but then they just went right ahead and went, "Here it is. Here's the toy." Yeah, I mean, I want it. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to get that when it comes out. I'm not wild about it. I'm not super <clears throat> wild about it either, but we'll see. We'll I see have in it in my yeah. We'll see, yeah, I have it on my wish list for Funkos mm -hmm. because all I really need is just the 10-inch Kong and Godzilla, and I'll be good. <laughs> I was pretty stoked recently when uh, not all of them, but... Uh, Funko put out a whole bunch of Seinfeld pops, and I really dug a lot of those. But then, like, I was a big Seinfeld watcher. Still am from time to time because it's on Hulu, and once in a while I'll throw it on. But but then you have the Star Trek ones. Oh, yeah, and the Star Trek Mirror Universe ones. Yeah, <laughs> so I saw those, and I was like, yeah. And, 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 and Spock with a cat. <laughs> that was pretty exciting. Although, but no Kirk with Tribble, no Kirk with a Tribble yet. I'm sure it'll happen at some point. Did I did watch not too long ago, and I guess I talked about it on the show. The um, episode of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine where they go back in time and they end up in the Tribble episode of Star yeah. Trek: The Original Series. <laughs> so I <laughs> Tribbles. <laughs> yeah. Poor Tribbles. No, Never not poor break. Tribbles. They're terrible. terrible. We talk about they're adorable. Right, but then they multiply and they eat everything and they take over everything because yeah, they're critters. Born. It's critters and gremlins mixed. Pretty much, yeah. <gasps> gremlins! Oh, that reminds me of something. I forgot to text you about this yesterday. You probably already know about this, but I don't the see... The Mountain Dew commercial? Yes! I don't <laughs> see very many commercials. And then yesterday I saw... Because uh, I was watching something on an app. And the app had a Mountain Dew commercial. And I was like, oh my god, it's Gremlins! <laughs> yeah, they actually got them back to get... Like, they actually got the main guy back in mm -hmm. with the animatronic of Gizmo. Yeah, well, that's like back around... Which Christmas time, they had the E.T. commercial for uh, batteries, I think. Did you see? It was either bat. No, it was AT&T. Oh, that's right. It was AT&T. That's right. Um, so, yeah, because they had... I'm blanking on the actor's name, but he played Elliot in the original movie, yeah. and he was back in that commercial with E.T. Of course, the with the, with the Gremlins one, I was like, I was like, his daughter has a has a emo gremlin and I love it. <laughs> it was so good. Just like ugh, rolling eyes. Yeah. And they act, they got Howie Mandel to come back to voice Gizmo for that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I imagine that wasn't super hard. I'm sure Howie was Yeah, it like, really is it. Just here like, Howie. Yeah, just... hell yeah. He seems always <laughs> The thing about him is he seems so enthusiastic to do just like anything. So <laughs> Not like in a desperate way, but it just seems like he's just excited to be a part of things. Yeah. So. You 
you know what weird nostalgia thing happened that I kind of would weird nostalgia to the fact that I was almost I was almost becoming the man yelling at clouds. Oh no! Um, did you have you heard of Mass Singer? Yes, of course I've heard of Mass. I've never seen so, it, but I know of it. Yeah, there's an episode where one of the Mass Singers is Kermit. And he, like, comes out of a snail. And I'm like, um, what? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that's weird. It's very weird. I don't get it. Like, isn't the point like, of the... Stop. Isn't the point of the Masked Singer to, like, guess who's inside? Yep. It, and he was in a big snail outfit, apparently. Like, so, they, like, popped... Like, yeah. the Muppeteer was, like, in this outfit and, like, popped the Kermit out. Yep. And also, like, isn't that really easy to guess? Like, he sounds I, like... Yeah, I have no idea. Kermit I've definitely... Yeah. Frog. He's... Yeah. Oh, Kermit the Frog oh. here. You know, someday yeah. we'll find it. So I... rainbow connection. <laughs> I don't understand because, like, I haven't watched the episode. I just saw, like, a. It was like it came up as a teaser on YouTube or whatever. It's mm -hmm. like, Kermit the Frog revealed a mass singer. I'm like, nope. Uh uh. No. <laughs> hmm. And that was very much me being an old man. Like, yelling at the clouds. Yeah. And being that's like, true. you damn kids, you get out my Muppets. <laughs> it's the. <sighs> It's fine. Like, that actually doesn't bother me. It's just weird. What I saw today, speaking yeah, it's of, very like, nostalgia and weird and bizarro, I saw the first look at the action figures for the new Space Jam movie. What? <laughs> yeah. You, I need uh, to see these. I think it was on Toy News International's Facebook page, if I remember Space correctly. So it's probably on their Twitter Jam as well. Action figures. Um, there was, yeah, it's right here. I just Googled, it's got like two of, uh, whoever the basketball player is in the movie. I don't know oh, who the basketball uh, players are, like LeBron James LeBron or whoever. James. There is a Bugs Bunny with like a bazooka looking thing. And there is a Marvin the Martian in a little spaceship, which I want really badly. Because it's Marvin the Martian, and he is my favorite Looney Tune. What, where are they? I gotta find these, because... Go, uh, just open up Facebook, type oh, Facebook, Toy News International. Yeah. Also, NECA has a uh, version of Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to The Secret of the Ooze coming out. Not the Super Shredder that they already put out, but the regular yeah. Shredder. Oh, wow. Those are weird. Yep, they are. It is uh, LeBron James with a rocket pack, LeBron James with, a like, a hammer, Bugs Bunny, and... Marv. Do you like... Here's a question. I don't know if we've ever talked... Do you like the original Space Jam? I enjoy. Um, will I... It's like, no. <clears throat> but if it's, okay. if it's on, will I watch it? Probably. Okay, interesting. I mean, because I, I mean, I'm still even I mean, when I if was, anything, I'm just mad at the <clears throat> whole Lola Bunny being non-sexualized anymore. I mean, being oh, sexualized God. to begin with. <laughs> what? I didn't say it. Uh, what? <laughs> I read a whole really interesting thread uh, somewhere not too long ago about the difference between strong and sexualized and why the two differences are like why the sexualized is super ridiculous versus the strong can still be sexy right. type. It was a really interesting thread. I'd have to find it again, but it was, um, it was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And, uh, well, it, she's all, it, Lola, it, they've also made Lola bunny, I guess a lesbian in this film, which I'm like, what's that got to do with anything? <laughs> like, I don't care. Uh, like, I don't care. But it's like they had to make it a huge no, deal. No, I. No, but I guess because uh, she was always seen maybe as Bugs Bunny's girlfriend, that they were like, well, you know. It's weird. I don't know, I don't know because like. I mean, it's a choice. Yeah. I don't know what it what it relates to outside of. 
um, representation, I guess. But, like, at the same time, it is a cartoon bunny, so... <laughs> yeah, and... <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I don't know. If I'm going to go for a cartoon rabbit, I'm going to go for Jessica. Hey, <laughs> Well, um, they, they've no. been slowly putting more and more random Looney Tunes episodes on HBO uh, Max, which mm-hmm. is weird because I watched a couple, like, ones I've never even seen before from, like, a newer version where, like, Yosemite Sam is running, like, a, like, builds a casino and is trying to kick bugs out, like, st- weird things like that. But I mainly saw, I got excited because they had the Invasion of the Body Snatchers episode. Did you ever see that one? Like, mm. it's really fast. It's just like bunch of I space carrot, bunch so. of space carrots come out from outer space, and are they take over Daffy, Yosemite, and Elmer, and replace them with weird cheap knockoffs? Yeah, I don't think I've ever. I seen remember that. that one very distinctly because of it being an invasion. It's literally an invasion of the body snatchers spoof. Well, sure, yeah, it, it sounds like it is, but I'm surprised I've never seen... Is that an old one, or it's, is that, like, an original Looney it's, Tunes? It's from, a... like, it's from, like, the early... It's, like, it's a later one. It was, like, if you go to, like, the app, it's, like, in the last season kind of deal. Okay. I, there's a mix... The thing... The th- one thing that bugs me about the Looney Tunes, that the non-HBO Max original uh, Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. is that it's only bits and pieces so it's all it's only like seven minutes for each one because i know they usually will put them together and some will like there's no episodes it's just bits yeah so you can watch like a like a like one bit and then you can move on to something else it's just weirdly put together and i'm just like just give me like a way that i can just seamlessly go from one to another (laughs) Well, the original, correct me if I'm wrong, the original Looney Tunes, were they uh, a TV show or was it like they would come on and it just would be bits? Because I, I remember how we watched them as, show. as kids when in reruns when they would just have like the Bugs Bunny yeah. hour where it would just be a whole bunch in a row. But I can't remember... How they were released? Originally. I think originally, well, originally they were released as like beginners to a movie. Oh, they were those. Yeah. They were the cartoon before the movie. Okay, okay. So yeah, I know it's a little, it's a weird little nitpick thing. I don't care too much about it. It's just like I just don't mm-hmm. like that I have to like leave to go to the next one kind of deals. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, they should be probably more grouped together or something yeah all right so which one right. do we want to talk about first uh pick toss a coin well, i don't care either all one. right well let's let's do the negative first so well i, I won't say negative right. but man fucking just zack snyder's justice leagues <laughs> oh boy uh well i'll say this um Obviously, we're not going to be able to talk about all of it because it's a lot. Well, also, I will throw myself um, into the nearest nearest car if we have to talk about the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I liked it more than you did. I liked it more than I expected to. Um, I obviously like it more than – I like it more than the theatrical version – that was released and we'll talk about that more later uh and i still only think it is about a c plus i'm in well so i i went in i was good like i said i was gonna try and watch the original the theatrical release before this i never mm. yeah mm-hmm Uh oh. 
Is it frozen up? There it is. There it oh. is. Um, however, there was like a weird give and take of this. Mm-hmm. Like there was stuff I really liked, and there was a good amount of stuff that I kept rolling my eyes at. Of just being like, yeah. I can't. Why? Why did you do that? I'll give you an example. The fucking singing lady after Aquaman walks yeah. into the water. What was the point of that? Sings the whole song. It's so long. And then she picks up his sweater and takes a really deep sniff. Yeah. That's, that was weird. That, the, um, that Right off the bat with the whole... I know Zack Snyder's thing is slow motion. Uh-huh. Holy shit. I was just like... Some of it, I... <clears throat> a lot of the slow-mo, I didn't mind. Um... Because a lot of it was related to the Flash, which, uh, speaking of the Flash, <laughs> fuck better Ezra than Miller. The, better than the theatrical version, still really, really bad. But I hated everything about it. <laughs> all the effects shots with the Flash, I enjoyed with his super speed and the slow mo and the going back in time and the. But the actual Flash himself, no. He was. He is. Terrible. I can't. I'm so sad he is going to be the star of the first Flash the, movie. The added scene where he's getting a job as working at a pet store. I was like, this I saw does so many not people be being here. like, this is so good, and I'm like, no, it's not. Okay, number one, <laughs> yes, we know fans, people who have paid attention to every article, that that girl or that woman is Iris West. Who is, who goes on later on down the road to be the love of Barry Allen's life. In this film, she is not identified. She walks nope. by the window. She smiles at him. And then when the car, car wreck happens, he takes the time in slow motion to run up to this girl that he's never met before in his entire life. That he smiled at once was she, as she walked by out the window, stroke her face, yeah. and like cross her arms and like cradle her lovingly and like put a fucking hot dog in his pocket. I was, I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> All of it's not good. And if you have no idea, which probably a lot of people don't, that that's Iris West. It looks like he's using his super speed to, like, creepily touch this girl that he's never met before as he saves her life. It was weird. It's so weird. Uh, Like, but the other things, I want to talk about the bad stuff, and then I want to talk about the good stuff. Sure, I like that idea. We can talk about bad stuff and then talk about good stuff. I like that idea. Um, I, I really wasn't... I... I'm in the weird category, and I know I'm in the like the weird category. I hated Steppenwolf's design in this. <gasps> oh, you and I are on the opposite sides of these. Do you remember what he looked like yeah, in the theatrical I, version? Yeah, I remember what he looked like in the theatrical, and I hated that too. Interesting. But I thought he looked badass. I in this did one. not like the okay. point. The point where he's um talking to Desaad and he takes the helmet off. I'm like, I'm sorry. You try to make him look like a cutesy little like a cutesy little like like Pixar character with like his doe eyes or whatever. He was a badass. Don't get me wrong. No, I thought he looked good too. But I was just like I could not get over I'm like this is I could not get behind the design mm-hmm. the his design. Yeah. I um I know a lot of people really liked the four-hour runtime. It didn't have to be four hours. No, I think there's still... Now, this is what I was talking about with the theatrical version. There's a lot to be said with this movie about why it is important to let directors have more control than the studio. Yeah. Because the theatrical version is also... Like, when you compare and contrast them, you can go, oh, here is a studio having way too much say over what this movie should look like. And this is, like, too many cooks in the kitchen. And then you have Zack Snyder's Justice League cut, which is, like, everything he wanted. It looks like nobody said no to anything with this cut at all. Somewhere in the middle. Because if back in 2017, if... 
Oh, and right at the end, I will say this: when it just comes up in the black screen with the big white letters for autumn, that was, I was sweet. I was like, "Aww, yeah." <laughs> um, but back when he was making this movie, if Autumn had not uh, died and he had stayed on, I think somewhere in the middle would have been a pretty good uh theatrical version of this movie this <laughs> instead movie we got could, a really yeah. bad theatrical version of this movie where joss whedon had about six weeks to do a whole bunch of reshoots and cobble the shit out of that movie to make a frankenstein film <laughs> and we also have boy is this for boy is Zack snyder's cut on hbo max bloated and really self-indulgent yeah like <laughs> That, there's so many things I like. I talked about with you. Uh, and I like first, Zack Snyder, but this is yeah. This is, this is really, really unbound. Like really feeling himself, Zack Snyder. Dude, and it's a lot. Then they switch Amber Heard's uh, Mara to be British. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it was so, and not even consistently British. Yeah, it went in and out. <laughs> Just like what? What? <laughs> She's, she's not a good actor. Well, she's yeah, not. She's an okay actor at best. So. Uh, but, like, my biggest complaint about this whole film, the biggest complaint, and we talked about this, is I hated every single second, for the most part, of the epilogue. The into- oh, Well, actually, my problems start even before that. We'll talk about the epilogue. Yeah. But I gotta back up if I'm gonna talk about the epilogue, because... There's a scene between Martha Kent and Lois oh, Lane. Yeah. Who Lois Lane has fucking nothing to do in this movie. It's unfortunate because Amy Adams is really good, but she has fuck all to do in this movie. Yeah. Except for this one scene that is this really beautiful scene between Martha and Lois about Martha trying to get Lois back on her feet. And then she walks out and turns into the Martian Manhunter, and it's like, and that's fuck it. you, yeah. you just ruined everything about this scene. Why couldn't that have been? Just let it be Martha. Let it be. Yeah. Let it be. It makes Lois's... more. It makes more sense for it to be Martha. Why does it have to be Martian well, Manhunter who saw Superman Lois, once? Lois and General Swanwick, who the Martian Manhunter has been posing as. And that's a retcon. Zack Snyder can say it's not all he wants. But if he was really Martian Manhunter, he would have shown up when Zod was taking... He would have shown up for Doomsday. And yeah. he did... And again, he did absolutely, absolutely fuck all to help stop Steppenwolf. So... Um, there's that. But then it goes into the epilogue where he shows up after all of the problems are solved and says to Bruce Wayne... More's coming. I've, deci- I've decided Earth is worth fighting for. Yeah. If you ever need me, just give me a call. But then, uh, you're right. The rest of it with the nightmare sequence, like, boy, I'm so glad I got to hear Joker talk about giving Batman a reach around. Yeah, oh, and that horrible cackle thing they kept doing. Like, mm-hmm. and d- d- But, Matt, and the th- biggest point of it is we got Batman saying the fuck word. Also... <gasps> really pointless yeah really dumb batman looking at joker being like i will fucking kill don't and don't and and don't get me wrong i will fucking kill you it's like okay and they were and he did that weird thing where everything kept going out of focus yeah i hated that so much (laughs) like it was like is it like it was it was like weirdly like is it joker is it really joker like until it finally goes to focus and it was one of those Fan, it's one of those things that Zach put in as a complete fan service that grew way out of proportion. Well, he to what said it, it actually right is. in the he said it himself in in an interview that like he got the money to finish the cut and Leto was available and he went ah fuck it why not but what for to what point it's just like it's the exactly. stupidest fucking this thing. Film ends. Here's the other thing. He needed to cut out. I know this was his vision or whatever, and he was supposed to be making more of these. He should have cut out that. He should have cut out the entire end that basically says, "Oh, by the way, m- more is supposed to come." Yeah. 
Like, when Steppenwolf fails, he didn't need Darkseid to be like, get the armada ready, we'll do it the old way, meaning we're going to still fly off to Earth and try to find the anti-life yeah. equation. By the way, loved seeing Darkseid. I wish he'd been in the movie more. Uh, yeah, I, we'll get into that, but I really like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it yeah. really was I, a... It was a stupid play to bait because what it's going to do and what it's already well, has started... like I teased at the beginning of the episode, hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Yes. So, yeah, it's now causing the fans, and I'm not saying all of them, I'm just saying mm-hmm. the ones I've noticed, are now mm-hmm. coming to arms of being like, Zack Snyder has more in the tank. Let's he's, give him more things. He's baited those exact same dickheads that sent all the death threats and everything to everybody yeah. for four whole years. He gave them more food. He fed the trolls. He did. It's ridiculous. Because <sighs> now God. everyone's about about Joker. Because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, we got, we got Jared Leto being a weird Joker and a weirdly sexual Joker. Let's just go ahead and give him more of that. But... And also... Just for one more negative thing, and this is a nitpick, it's just, it sort of speaks to, like I said, I actually like Zack Snyder, like I really love Dawn of the Dead, I really love Man of Steel, and I think Man of Steel is what I was talking about, where someone, Zack was there, and it's mostly his movie, but people gave him notes to be like... I still don't think that in I I I'm looking forward to his uh, Army of the Dead and That's all that stuff next uh, month. And I love Watchmen. He doesn't make any of these other characters for me, and I still think, except for Man of Steel, he doesn't make Superman for me because it, it's a little thing. But black suit Superman <sighs> in this movie. Uh, I get it. Like, I get... People are like, oh, well, that's the way it was in the comics. I'm like, yes, okay. But in the comics, that black and silver suit, when he comes back from the dead, is a solar suit so that it can absorb as much uh, energy as quickly as possible to restore him to full power. And they explain that. In this movie, he walks into a chamber full of costumes, <laughs> including another blue and red one. So they can't even say, well, his blue and red one has a hole punched through it from when he got impaled on Doomsday. And his... There's another one. It's right over his shoulder. He walks into this chamber and picks the black one. Well, yeah. why? Because Zack Snyder thinks it looks cool. Well, okay. So what's funny is that that scene... And the scene where uh, Lex Luthor gets Deathstroke to come on his boat, oh, mm-hmm. were were cut from the were like leaked mm-hmm. later on down the road uh, yeah. after the original. Right. And I remember seeing the black suit reveal thing, mm-hmm. and being like, "I don't care." Well, that was one of the studio notes from the original uh, Justice League film because some people thought that. Uh, when Zack was working on this originally, that by the time the theatrical version came out, they digitally recolored the black suit. And that's not true because there's photos of Henry Cavill in the blue and red with Zack Snyder before he left. Yeah. Because the studio said, no, like Superman wears blue and red. Superman doesn't wear black. Like we're not making a movie with like black suit Superman. Um, and that was one of the only things about the theatrical that was actually a good studio note because what well, you were you weren't a big fan of the big fight scene of all the leaguers and Supermans. No, no, I hated that. <laughs> All right, but enough about the negatives because right. there were some great positives. Um, for oh, me, yeah. for me, I loved mm-hmm. the cyborg story. I think cyborg story was really good. Yeah, I think I, I agree with Ray Fisher that he got that he got ripped off with mm-hmm. his story not being more prominent, and I they agree. did a good job bringing it in for this. Mm-hmm. I. 
he he had one of my favorite parts in the movie where when he realizes just how unlimited his power is where he just basically gives that waitress all that money yeah <laughs> where he just uh reprograms the atm to say uh you know you're you won the lottery won this you've won this uh goth bank of gotham millionth customer you, you know whatever and she gets like a million bucks yeah it's a great representation of his powers and mm-hmm. what he can accomplish yeah um dark side i think batman was wicked improved in this version uh from the theatrical version uh i liked pretty much everything like there was no goofy like i don't not like you and oh yeah something's really bleeding (laughs) and his like goofy smiley face uh thing so all he was really improved um Gal Gadot obviously is the show stealer as Diana as she is in everything she's been in. <laughs> um, so. uh, I but like my favorite thing though was Dark Side, especially because they when they mm. expanded the fight scene when he first came and they replaced mm-hmm. Steppenwolf with Dark Side. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that I was just like, damn, like yeah, I'm all right with this and getting your first actual fight with a Green Lantern. Yeah. Yep. Um, Darkseid is in Ray Porter does the voice and I think the mocap too. I'm not entirely sure. Really awesome. I love the scene. Uh, and I guess it's from uh, when Cyborg touches the mother boxes and he has the visions of everybody dead. Yeah. But uh, Darkseid's Omega Beams underwater as he's fighting the Atlanteans. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, I, and I will say, as much as I don't like the idea that I am a little sad that I'm like, oh... Boy, he did get me to want to see more of that because we didn't we we saw Granny goodness, but she didn't do anything. She Same just with Desad. Like Desad didn't really do much either. And I'm like, I want a movie on Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, ah, I actually kind of want to see more of that. Do <laughs> a Mr. Really cool. Miracle movie. Oh my god, um, it's weird because uh, that is actually a lot of the stuff about DC that I know nothing about. Uh, New Gods and Apocalypse and stuff like that. I know almost nothing about that. And I think, I think that New Gods movie is still in development. I could I, be wrong. At this rate, I have no idea what move what DC and Marvel have. Like Marvel keeps pushing back their stuff. I did just see that uh, Disney finally made the decision to do uh, Black Widow both in theaters and on Disney, Disney Plus, Plus for premium. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and then they moved Shang Chi's to the fall. Uh, I think he's August. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall. I, I even text you of like when I finished Zack Snyder, I was just like, "Thank God I never have to watch that again." Yeah. Mainly because I can watch a four-hour movie like mm-hmm. that is no problem. Mm-hmm. But the amount of content, the amount of content in it, doesn't rationalize it being four hours long. No, uh, there's a there's a leaner cut of this movie. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure exactly. I'm off the top of my head. Uh, as much as I love Cyborg's story in this movie, as much as I think it's really fleshed out, I think there are bits and pieces of that that could be carved away. There was um, the the one thing that kind of bugged me was near the end. When Flash does, they did like a weird two-parter uh, bit where the Flash is like, "I gotta break my rule, I gotta break my rule," and like mm-hmm. he goes back in time, and then Cyborg has a mo- has a moment after that inside uh, the mother box. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, it was something weird about the the way those two were put together. I'm like, this yeah. feels like it should have been its own moment with nothing overshadowing it. Yeah, 
I would trim off the. I mean, that epilogue was really yeah, bad. Don't, yeah, get rid of that the epilogue. Movie. Get rid of. Keep the keep the Martha Lois bit, but get rid of the Martian. Turn Cut him, the Martian Manhunter out entirely. Just entirely. I, I don't know. Everyone was like, he's such an important part of this movie. I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> he's not. In fact, there's an entire part of this movie he made worse. Yeah. <laughs> by existing. Um, I, yeah, I might watch it once in a while. Like, I don't think it's awful. There is a lot of stuff in this that is not my favorite in the world. But it is also currently the only not awful Justice League movie that exists <laughs> in the world as well. Um, sure, I think it's super Zack Snyder-y in a lot of places, which I can't stress enough that I like Zack Snyder, but I don't think it. I like it for some of my favorite characters in existence. Like I'm The Flash you. is my yeah. fourth favorite superhero out of all the superheroes. I shouldn't hate him that much. <laughs> In this movie. I'm telling you, this was a test. He actually has a Zack Snyder, Snyder cut of the Snack Snyder cut that mm. he's just wanting to get all his people behind. He's no, like, I'm I ready have for more. Him to, I'm, ready for, I'm ready for Army of the Dead to be the Snyder. But for Army of the Dead, I will probably love the shit out of it if it's super Snydery because it's not DC characters. Yeah. Take the take, have them not do comics for a little bit and just have them do or a, just do comics that aren't because I like his Watchmen movie. Yeah, I I, think, I love three hundred and three hundred. That's a comic book movie. Um, oh, now I'm trying to think what would be a really good book that Snyder could. Um, hmm, interesting. Give him. Uh, I don't think he's weird enough to do an I Hate Fairyland movie. Oh, no, no, no. No way. Give, give him something like Nailbiter, maybe? Oh, he would make an interesting Nailbiter movie. I'd be down with that. Yeah, he really would. Um, Very dark and gritty and full of serial killers. Yep. That could be super interesting. Although, is there enough act? Because he do, he is an action director. He loves action. You, they, so. you can put action in this. Yep. Like it's a series that you can mm. easily put some uh, some of that in. Yeah, that's true. But let's talk about the other fun thing that came out. Let's talk about the other yeah the other property that came out. Yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Damn, it came out hot. Yeah, it did. Oh, I liked it a lot. The the first the very first scene right off the bat where it's Falcon fighting Batrick the Leaper again. Mm-hmm. Well, not again. I mean, Cap for the first. Fought. But Batrock is back. Is yeah, the point. yeah. Just um, like the whole air fight with the helicopters. And I was, and I don't know why, because we just saw Wandavision, but I still was surprised. At how cinema quality that entire fight scene was. So like it good. Looked, like it looked like it belonged on a movie screen. Yeah, it looked like it got scrapped from Captain America Winter Soldier. <laughs> it was so good. But uh, I also like that it was the only action scene in this episode. Yeah. Really. Um, it almost because- got me... Uh, Earlier, when also when Bucky when Bucky has that nightmare, mm. and where he's when win- you thought he was the Winter Soldier, I was like, again. "What is he doing?" <laughs> yeah, uh, it was pointed out to me. I didn't catch it while I was watching it, but this is the first time in the history of these two characters that we have seen them on their own, away from other superhero characters. Yep, and uh, that. It is probably, even though the show is called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and it's going to be like a buddy team-up movie, that it meant a lot to getting to know them that they were not together in the first episode. Yeah, uh, well, having Bucky going through like his PTSD... Yeah, oh, it's this, that's the well. Thing. It is, it's his. It's basically court mandated therapy because he got pardoned for everything he did as the Winter Soldier, but he has to go to therapy and he has to apologize to everyone, which gutted me when you realize that he's been hanging out with an old man because he killed his son. 
Yeah, well, that well, that's the guy that he killed yeah. in his nightmare, and then we find out that that old Asian man that helps him get a date plays yes. wingman for him. Yeah. Is that guy's? De- it's like because before that, there's the whole therapy scene where his therapist is like Bucky, you're you know James, you don't have any friends. You have ten contacts in your phone. The only person you've called this week is me. You ignore all the texts from Sam. Like you need to meet people. You need to be connected to people. And, and then he's so we... passive aggressive about it. <laughs> I know. Oh, great. Here but, comes the notepad. <laughs> but then we see him. We think, oh, he does have a friend. And then it's like, uh, yeah, but also he has this friend because he killed this dude's son, which is heartbreaking. Yeah. That's the thing about this show Oh, it, it, that I love so much because coming out of WandaVision, how over-the-top ridiculous it was mm-hmm. and with magic and stuff and this show mm-hmm. it's in this show takes the opposite direction yeah. and being although they are superhuman or whatever but being yeah. extremely grounded because yep. it's not really about the superhero aspect like falcon sam spends the whole show just trying to go back home to help his sister keep the boat yeah, in the family house, in the yeah. family, in, and, but uh, he has no fu- he has no money because he was blipped out, right? And uh, I was talking to our buddy Johnny about this on Twitter. I think a lot of this, and I think a lot going forward, we're going to find out that uh, race is going to have a lot to do with this show because at the, at the beginning, um, we see Sam. Like getting into his suit and getting the shield, and it turns out he's handing it over to uh, supposedly the Smithsonian Museum for a Captain America display. And a dude says to him, uh, Oh, thanks so much for coming forward with the, yeah. the shield, Sam. You're doing the right thing. Why? It's his. Steve gave it to him. It belongs to him. Why should he come forward with it and give it to you? Why is that the right thing? But then um, Sam also, he keeps saying it feels like it belongs to somebody else, which I don't think means just Steve. I think it means like... Bucky. Not even just Bucky, but like white folks. I I mean, it's possible. I think... Because think about all of the people um, with Black Lives Matter, like the football players that were kneeling for the national anthem. Yeah. Because even though the Stars and Stripes, the the American flag, is supposed to represent freedom and equality and opportunity for all, it doesn't really. Yeah. Um, Which is what... But it should. And I I think that's part of what the... um, At the end, I'll jump right to the end... When it turns out, but I also, actually, no, I won't jump right to the end because we were just talking about Sam having no money. I also think that whole bank scene is about race. Oh, that totally uh, was. Even though that dick of a bank teller that I wanted to slap so hard, he got, first he thinks Sam was a football player, probably because he's black, right? Yeah. And then... He realizes he's Falcon, but then he still won't give him any money. And Sam's sister's like, funny how there's never any money when it comes to us. Yeah. Black folks, which is true. Because I, and you know, maybe he's right. Maybe three billion fucking people reappearing really did fuck everything up. But you also kind of get the feeling maybe if Sam was white, he would have gotten that loan because he qualified for it and had all the paperwork that showed he qualified for the loan. And then, like I said, right at the end, a white dude comes out with that shield after that same dickhead from the beginning of the episode is like, America needs a hero that really represents its values and that it can get behind. And then, uh, what's his name? U.S. agent. well, he's Captain America right well, now. He's going. I think they might switch. I think they're going to call him U.S. Agent instead of Captain mm. America. Maybe. Which, which so, is funny mm. because all I've seen were like when you get a product from from Wish dot com and it's this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know it's not that actor's fault, but he looks. He looks kind of doofy. 
the one that made me laugh so hard is somebody photoshopped that helmet on top of Carl from <laughs> Up. <laughs> and they're side by side. And they look exactly the same. <laughs> and I don't know if that actor, all apologies, like it's his face. He can't, I don't know if he stood in front of a mirror and practiced looking like that much of a smug asshole (laughs) i hope he doesn't look like that much of a smug asshole in his real life for his own sake but i've never from his i knew we were eventually gonna hate this character i did not expect to want to punch him in the face the first time i saw him (laughs) well (laughs) he's so stupid he's so stupid it's great But not even uh, so. Not only that, so we have him as U.S. agent <laughs> Captain America. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the Flag Smashers. Oh yeah, I don't we, understand what's going on there at all. That's our mystery. Yeah, the mystery is there's a super powered, uh, uh-huh. a super strong dude who's running the Flag Smashers. That's all I can think about. Is Carl America? <laughs> <laughs> We lost him, guys. We lost oh, Matt. God. I swear, I'll get myself under control. Yeah. It's just it's so funny. To so me. I th- so I think what's gonna happen is the whole, because uh, Fal- uh, Sam sees the footage of the flag smashes and the guy being super strong, and I don't know why, but I think they're assuming it's Bucky. I don't think he think. I- um... The only thing they're saying, like they're <laughs> saying just... when they're looking over, and it's like you don't, you wouldn't think, and he's like, it's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, except that dude is a lot bigger than Bucky. He's so much bigger. And his hair is wicked lo- I mean, maybe not that they know that Bucky got a haircut. Maybe they think maybe they haven't seen him in a while. Maybe, but that dude's big. So, and what's his name? Um that um um cuz that guy that Sam talks to uh Yeah, his his he the, becomes Falcon in the comics. After, yeah, he's, he becomes the he becomes the Latin Falcon. Yeah, but I can't think of that character's name for the life of me. I'm drawing a complete blank. But that's that guy. Yeah, um, I, I I kind of figured that because of how his character's is being treated. I'm like, okay, I can get down with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Hang on. Uh, 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 where is he? No, that's Daniel yeah. Burrell. <laughs> Which we haven't, so we haven't seen Zemo yet. No, and I John, feel John like Walker is the guy who John is Walker Carl is, Ama- is Carl America. Yes, Carl America. Danny uh, Joaquin Torres is yeah, the character. Yeah, thank you. Joaquin Torres is the character's name, and he saw that big dude flag smasher in real life. He knows that dude is big. So yeah. I don't think. I, so I, don't I think you think have your. Think it's, I think you have your third. I think there's so there's. I think you have your second villain of the group because mm-hmm. I believe. Well, th- I guess third, because well, I don't think. Uh, I don't John know Walker enough about might just go straight to Cap being the good U.S. agent. Yeah, I don't necessarily think he's a bad guy, quote unquote. I think he's going to be a real pain in the ass, and yeah. I think he is going to be butting heads with Sam and Bucky a lot, but I don't think he is a bad guy. I think Flag Smasher and Baron Zemo are the bad guys, and I think that, obviously, um, U.S. Agent, Captain America, John Walker, whatever you want to call him, I think he is just there to... Carl America now. Carl America. (laughs) I think he is just there to kind of be in the way. Yeah. I don't know. And to help yeah. Sam realize that. Because I think what could happen here by the end, if they do have Sam become Captain America, is I think it could be like really important, almost as important as um, Black Panther was to that, to have a Captain America who really is uh, not just black, but like showing that the American values that everybody purports to believe in but doesn't always show they believe in really right. can and should apply to everybody right so, i don't know overall this show had me hooked from the get-go mm-hmm. so Absolutely. i'm very excited for this week's episode yes and hope Something for some to look zemo forward to every friday 
Yeah, Daniel Brule is Zemo. Way looking forward to him coming into the show. Um, I've been watching that show, The Alienist, which Daniel Brule is also in, and I I like him a lot. He's really good. I might I know it's not a good movie by any means, but I might revisit Civil War. Uh, Civil War is not bad. It's, it's not, not bad. Like, it's not my favorite of the bunch, but it's yeah. still pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's we're, I'm super stoked because yeah. So next week we'll have new Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'll have comics to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm sure there's other things. <laughs> well, there will be. I'm sure. There always is. There's always something. <laughs> Indeed, there is. All right. Well, I guess then then we can wrap this one up for this week, and uh, I can edit it together and throw it up and that way it won't be online too much later than it normally is huzzah huzzah later everybody later the two broke geeks podcast is a production of two broke geeks entertainment and is part of the atomic geekdom network if you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts please do so it really helps us out also what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review we really do appreciate it find us online on facebook just look for two broke geeks find us on instagram 2bg pod and on twitter at 2bg pod find atomic geekdom online at atomicgeekdom.com or on twitter at atomic geekdom thanks Oh, it's over. It's over.